A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The community of believers was of one heart and mind, and no one claimed that any of his possessions was his own, but they had everything in common. With great power, the apostles bore witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great favor was accorded them all. There was no needy person among them, for those who owned property or houses would sell them, bring the proceeds of the cell, and put them at the feet of the apostles, and they were distributed to each according to need. Verbum Domini.
A reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is begotten by God, and everyone who loves the Father loves also the one begotten by him. In this way, we know that we love the children of God when we love God and obey his commandments. For the love of God is this, that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome, for whoever is begotten by God conquers the world. And the victory that conquers the world is our faith. Who indeed is the victor over the world, but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came through water and blood, Jesus Christ, not by water alone, but by water and blood. The Spirit is the one that testifies, and the Spirit is truth. Verbum Domini.
On the evening of the first day of the week, when the doors were locked, where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So that his other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger into the nail marks and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later, his disciples were again inside and Thomas was with them. Jesus said, Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and bring your hand and put it into my side. And do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book, but these are written that, that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and, through, and that through this belief you may have life in his name. From time to time, 
we have reminders, and of course every day, every moment is a reminder of the mercy of God. And yet thinking over this past year and the sadness of many who died unexpectedly and died even worse, so to speak, even worse, died alone. And yet the promises of God to St. Faustina about the power of saying the Divine Mercy Chaplain, especially at the hour of death, and several times, St. Faustino is brought to the bedside of, of those who are dying and brings great peace to them. That God will have indulgent and be indulgent with them, with the person, even as if, or even, <laughs> he says, basically what we would ask for ourselves, we can obtain for others. And this is a complication in our understanding about our life. And we can think about this complication in this way, that we ourselves are very possessive, and that which is ours is not another. In some ways, this is good. In some ways, this is fallen. In some ways, this is by nature, you know, of course that means it's good. That what we do and the love that we have is non-transferable. Often our, our struggle is that we believe that the love we have, any mercy we can give is by our, our own power alone. And of course, anything after fallenness, anything of our own power alone, is uh, probably sheer vanity at best. <laughs> and, and often our best charity uh, is extremely mixed. You know, and, and not to say that we shouldn't be charitable because it's all mixed, or, but that and this is St. Francis, absolutely, that every good we do, every possible good, even the smallest act of virtue, that this is grace, that this is mercy, that God himself does every good we say and do within us. And this is not quietism. This is, we, as in, you know, then... Uh, it's a condemned heresy that we can just, okay, since God does every good, then we just have to be as, um, we need to get to a place where we do nothing. <laughs> so, uh, of course, that is not how grace works. And of course, that is not how love and mercy works. And so in this last year, the many promises of our Lord to St. Faustina, our Lord to all of us, about the power of the Divine Mercy Chaplain um, and that we are to pray always for the dying. And I didn't, I, I didn't bring it up once, <laughs> so 
Have mercy on me, God, for the many graces that uh, were not given. And yet, on this day, when we celebrate God's mercy, that is, in person, Jesus Christ, who is willing to love us, though we were yet enemies, while we were yet still sinners, he dies for us. And blood and water pour forth from his heart that he loves us to the very end, to the very depths, until every little drop and those little drops that, that squeezed out of his heart because of the, the intense suffering and uh, gathered in his, the cardiac you know, envelope, forget the medical term, and even that must be poured out for us. St. Faustina dies at 33, very symbolic, wonderful. She was the third of ten, I think the third of ten. Two years of formal education, simple, they very much a klutz. They talk about that. Um, Saint Therese was a klutz, but Saint Faustina was even worse. <laughs> and so even that mercy, thinking about that mercy, we, which we often do not extend to ourselves, that God Himself, who is uh, patient in His loving kindness, and we who want to. Uh, be ourselves, um, perfect in every way, and yet uh, allowing God to slowly lead us by the hand. So uh, mercy, recognition of God's mercy, an absolute trust in that. Recognizing then God's great mercy upon us, that we ourselves be, become transformed in that same uh, loving kindness, the same as we uh, of, of the Eucharist, you know, that we are transformed by what we see and believe in. Blessed are those who do not see and yet believe. So in a way we don't see it, in a way we do see it. But Jesus, who challenges Faustina greatly, especially in the midst of great misunderstandings and just the midst of life, to herself be an icon of mercy. And he says to her, let no one come to you and not go away having trust in my mercy that every single person we meet, the person, especially the person before us, this is the most important person in our life. And of course, Jesus in them. That no matter who that is, the person cutting us off in traffic, the, you know, whoever is right before us, that this is the most important person in the world 
and they are not, uh, they, we are to be so transformed that they go away trusting in the mercy of God. So it's not simply that we must talk of mercy, but they will know of that loving kindness of God. And this is what St. Paul says, of course, and to the Corinthians, that thus uh, be the God, the Father of all consolations, who consoles us in Christ with every blessing in the heavens. Um, that's not the one that, it's not good to paraphrase scripture, <laughs> um, but we are to console one another with the same consolations we receive from God. And often, um, often we, we sit in, of course, this is so such a different time, or sitting in our car waiting for confession, but uh, you know, we're sitting in the confessional, you know, judging. And then I, I'm speaking in personal experience. And then you go away and you you look at someone, you see your enemy there as you leave the confessional, and err, you know. So God is so good to us. Again, patience, mercy upon ourselves to see ourselves as God himself sees us. No worse. Yeah, we're no better, as St. Francis says, uh, we are what we are before God and no more. And, and I like to add, and no less. And God's, the way God looks upon us is incredible, just fantastic. So, mercy is for us now. Mercy is for us, for others. Now, so to have a great hope and great trust in his mercy.